Hi, welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of the OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are the OmniFit. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. I'm here with Coach Jody and Coach Taylor. And today we're going to be talking about hunger. What is it? We all have it. <laughs> so why would we make a podcast about hunger? Well, I think there's a differential. I mean, hunger can be a lot of different things or perceived to be a lot of different things. And there's a huge difference between hunger versus appetite. Definitely. And a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know the difference. Yeah. Right. It, it's pretty common to, one thing I think of on top of my head is when someone is to smell a big batch of cookies that's brand new and say, oh, I got so hungry. And that actually isn't correct. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. So a big reason why we're actually touching on this today, this topic, is because a common theme from um, a lot of you listeners have shared with us and then also just in Facebook communities that we're in is that a lot of people are struggling being controlled by their cravings. Um, I know that I can definitely relate to having cravings for things and periods of time in my life or seasons where I truly felt like I was being controlled by them going as far as like, that's all you thought about for a period of time you wake up. Um, maybe it's not, you're thinking about cookies, but considering food all the time, all day, every day. Um, why is that? What is it that is so psychological versus physiological happening inside of our bodies that would cause us to be just hyper-focused on that? So that's one of the reasons why we're talking about hunger today. Um, and another reason is just because your head is actually telling you that you're hungry, digging a little bit deeper and finding out if that is true. Does your body physically need food? And something that's really interesting here in the U.S. Um, where we are is we have a serious obesity epidemic happening. Serious. serious. And yeah. so I would go as far to say there's not many in our population that know what true hunger really is in terms of starvation. And so I know I've been, uh, I've said before many times, like, oh my gosh, I'm starving. I'm starving. I'm going to die. My stomach is eating itself. Um, I clearly don't know what that is actually, that is actually like. And so what truly kind of what we bump up against there is some self-control. So we're going to talk about a little bit of that today too. Cool. So we're going to jump right into hunger versus appetite. Hey, you had mentioned um, right when we started talking about that. Do you really crave cookies? Is that, is that what it is? Are you really hungry when you smell cookies or is that something else? Yeah. So hunger versus appetite is a huge, it's a huge difference. And a lot of people may not think of it that way. So hunger being actual, our physical, physiological um, need versus appetite is actually just something that's, you know, the sound of it or the, the emotion connect, the emotional connection to it of, of us. It sounds good. We, we look forward to it. And so probably more of 
connecting to people of that desire of, of us really wanting a meal or wanting those cookies versus us actually physically being hungry is, is a huge difference. And so, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is that physical hunger too, you know, is actual waves in your stomach of, of no food happening, no food to digest. And so something needs to come in. And so it's, it's actually a pretty interesting thing when we get to actually know what our body's doing, you know, the, the physical, the physical and physiological things that are happening. And so, um, the desire to eat a lot of people have, but differentiating the appetite versus the hunger is going to be a huge, huge dictator as far as someone's progress goes for controlling cravings. Mm-hmm. Controlling cravings and actually, you know, meeting a, a weight loss goal of any sort. Um, definitely key. I think many people don't recognize that there are a lot of hormones involved with hunger um, leptin and ghrelin. I I mean, we know that uh, being in the field and and coaching, um, but our common, you know, everyday client doesn't realize what is really happening physiologically when, when hunger, uh, you know, comes on set. So, um, leptin is really important. Um, it just triggers, uh, comes from fat cells and it's hunger inhibiting. So it's, it kind of tells you that you're full and you're satiated. And so many people don't recognize when they're full because those cues have been dulled over time. Um, And then ghrelin is the kind of the opposite of that triggers, um, you know, is triggered by an empty gut. And so when your tummy's empty and it's starting to growl or whatever, what's happening on the, on the backside of that is there's been a chemical reaction with your hormones that are, are basically triggering that. Um, when, and when you have low blood sugar, you know, as well, that kind of comes into play, but so many people like, and, and myself included at de- various times have really dulled my hunger in times uh, where I was trying to, uh, gain a substantial amount of muscle, eating a lot of calories. I would eat and just totally ignore my hunger because I just had to get this meal in and this much. And I can remember just saying, I don't want to see any food. No, you know, no more, no more, but I would just eat beyond my natural hunger. And, and that does cause weight gain and it can be for the right reasons and other times for reasons that we don't want, obviously. Right. I love that you brought that up about, um, just force feeding, um, speaking towards, you know, a physique based audience, you guys that are listening that, um, desire to put on lean muscle mass, you know, want to have cap shoulders, want to have, um, larger quads. If you're a physique athlete listening to this, um, you need to become very accustomed to that feeling of a little bit of force feeding in most cases, um, because that's under a controlled environment. But at the same time, um, keeping in mind that when you're doing that, there's still intention behind it and there can still be a consequence for that intention. And so this is kind of like blurs the lines between, you know, something that's really trendy right now is this intuitive eating instead of going around or oh, you intuitive eater. Well, in all reality, we all start off as being intuitive. In fact, um, my son right now, who's a little over 18 months we talk about intuition and he's meeting all of his growth, growth markers on the charts and things like that. 
And some meals, it's like he never stops eating. He's like he's a black hole. And then other meals, he just kind of picks at it. And so originally when this started happening, which now it's been several months, you know, almost half a year, he's been eating solid food on the regular. But originally it was like, but no, before when I gave him food out of a baby jar, I knew that this was his portion. This is what he was eating. But now that he's feeding himself, it was odd to me at first, because this is our first, of going, how do, how do you know you're full? Well, that's exactly what this is, is that his human body is dictating him mm-hmm. to say, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. And then I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. And which really helped with me presenting new foods, right? You know, the pediatrician was very encouraging about, you know, if he doesn't want to eat his green peas and he must not be hungry enough because when he's hungry, he will eat, which is very similar to animals. <laughs> if they're hungry, they're going to eat. And so a lot of times what happens when we're, so religiously counting macros and so religiously hyper-focused on growing or even dieting, we dull those cues that our body has been trying to tell us if you're hungry or you're full. And then we can quickly get confused on that blur the lines between hunger and appetite. And then you bring in all the emotional impact of what dieting might have or what overeating might have in different arenas and that line is just it's disappeared it doesn't even exist anymore so i love how you brought that up because intuitive eating is really eating in general we've just had to add this adjective of the way we eat because it's been blurred of course it's Mm -hmm. going to be intuitive that's the desire that we all have you know is to eat when you're hungry i love it because when you do think about a child like nobody teaches a child truly how to eat Right. You know, they, they just naturally gravitate towards it's time to eat because I'm hungry. And it, it's so it's so beautiful. And if we think about it, you know, in that regards and to our own body. Um, but, but on the other hand, you know, what we do experience is a lot of um, folks that under eat have slightly compromised metabolisms and really have dulled it on the other end as well, where intake does need to be brought up. And when it is brought up, those natural hunger cues begin to resume again, generally in balance. But it, I have that tendency personally to um, under eat. And then when it's time to really amp up, you know, the intake, it's, it's difficult because I get, I'm just fuller a lot sooner. So. Yep. What a lot of people don't realize what you were saying, Jody, is when they dull those hunger cues for so long by not listening to our bodies. We're actually doing ourselves a disservice because then we're going backwards in that intuition. And so we want to make sure that that feeding is a regular thing, but it's so crazy. What I just thought about is that as we get older, you know, our, our childlike faith, when we're young, when we start to grow up, those insecurities pop in, hanging around other people, whatever influences come in. So look at that changing everything around us. So then everything is even as far as the extent of feeding ourselves is, is a difference now because of all that. So it's, it's to the extent where you have to almost force feed yourself the opposite direction in order to make progress, in order to feel that hunger again. So you can still make progress. Right. right. Like it, describing intuitive eating as being a comfortable place to be. Um, I know when I, when I've worked towards becoming intuitive and knowing, okay, this is, I'm full here. This is my 80%. I had to compare that to what once was a hundred or 110%, like stuffing myself just 
we've all been there, Thanksgiving, something like that, where you're just eating and eating and eating, or maybe a more, you know, tender topic of emotionally eating where you almost just black out so that you just eat your feelings away. Um, that's another very serious, serious topic, which we're not going to get too far into. It's very out of scope for our particular practice, but those types of behaviors are what really blur those lines between hunger and appetite. And like what Taylor was saying and, and coach Jody mentioned earlier was after a period of time of dieting, it's very normal for people to come to us and say, well, I'm not hungry. I actually don't really eat a lot. I don't know why I can't lose weight. And like what Taylor says, you have to get a little bit uncomfortable by getting your intake to where it needs to be before your body kind of revs its engine up and those hunger cues get back to where they're supposed to be. And that might take a little bit of guidance. That might not be something that you're able to do on your own without having some type of accountability or some type of someone that can, can walk you through that a little bit more intense, intensely, just so you know, okay, this is real hunger, this isn't. Yeah. Let's talk about like hunger on the other side of things. Like when you're extremely lean, you don't have a lot of body fat. And, um, you know, it's so interconnected. Fat now is considered part of the endocrine system, which is sending message, you know, with that whole leptin thing, sending mess, your fat cells are sending messages to your brain, to your stomach, feed me, feed me, because there's starvation happening here, the lower your body fat levels get. And we see that with competitors, you know, obviously all the time. And like we've talked about in previous podcasts where the Instagram feeds get filled up with all kinds of Franken foods and crazy, you know, crazy stuff. But um, it is, it is real. I mean, our bodies are built for survival, and that's what all of these, you know, hormone cascades are doing is trying to keep us alive, and not, I guess I wouldn't say not too alive, but you know, too much food obviously isn't good for, for, for the body either. So it's on both sides of things. It's just, it's. When I think about it, it's just beautiful. It's fascinating. Yeah, it really is. So being able to kind of hone in on those, um, we're not going to dig in too deep on this particular episode. We're going to split this into two parts so that we can dig just a little bit deeper on the differences between that physiological hunger, like this like actual nutritional hunger when your body needs those nutrients versus the psychological hunger, that appetite where you're craving things. And when scents and songs and different things kind of come into play. Um, something I'm, I'm going to get into the car. Yes. <laughs> when I'm driving in the car, it's the craziest thing. So you're going to have to tune back into part two of that to hear how this, this really bizarre, um, habit turned into just a regular behavior that really caused like an appetite, whether I ate before I got in the car or not. So it's just really interesting how, how we do that. And and it's also really powerful to hone in on what might be causing those different things for you. We can almost replace appetite with craving. And that's why we can be so confident. And when I tell somebody, we can help you with your cravings. It sounds crazy. People are like, oh, it's a fad or whatever. No, the reason why is because we can help you split those things between is this psychological or is this physiological? Does my body really need to eat? So we're going to go into more of that in part two. 
Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for joining in to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. If you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at theomnifit.com. And of course, please connect with us on social media. All of our handles, our Instagram and Facebook are both at The Omnifit. And if you like this kind of content, if you like what we're putting out, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. That helps other people find us, and it lets us know that we're putting out content that you enjoy. All right, talk to you guys soon.